Good evening, good evening. We, we want to greet you once more tonight in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are excited um, with what the Lord is doing in our lives and around us. Um, give, allow me in the next uh, uh, 10 minutes to share uh, just a short word together with you tonight um, titled um, Stand Your Ground. Uh, stand your ground. And uh, we find our scripture in the book of Second Samuel, chapter 23. We'll read just verse 8 to verse 10, and it reads as follows. Second Samuel 23, verse uh, 8 to verse 10. These are the names of David's mighty warriors. Joshev Bashebeth, a Tekken might, was chief of the three. He raised his spear against 800 men, whom he killed in one encounter. Next to him was Elias, the son of Dodai, the Awite, as one of the three mighty warriors. He was with David when they taunted the Philistines gathered at Pasdamim for battle. Then the Israelites retreated. But Elias stood his ground and struck down the Philistines till his hand grew tired and froze to his sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. The troops returned to Elias, but only to strip the date. Father, bless the reading of the word in Jesus' name. Amen. This is one of the beautiful scriptures that reminds us of the power that God has given us, that reminds us, you know, of the ability uh, that God has given us, that in every one of us, there is, there is a warrior spirit. You know, you might be sitting there feeling like, you know, you are lost, nothing is working in your life, but I want to remind you that in you, there is a warrior spirit. There is a warrior spirit that you are able to, to fight the things that has been, you know, tormenting your life over time. There's some of the things that you feel you are not able to do you just need to know that god has allowed you, you you know to go through so much in your life because he trusted your abilities you know when the scripture as it opens it tells us about a man by the name of joshua bashabeth the bible tells us that this man alone you know he raised his spear against 800 men and he killed him in one encounter. He never had to, to, to call others to come and help him. This guy was a warrior. 800 men killed by one sword by one man. So it tells us that sometimes, you know, the things that you are going through in life, they don't need you to go find somebody else to come and fight the battle for you. We continue to fight the battles regardless of the things that we are going through. But I want us to focus tonight. On this man called Eliezer. You know, the Bible tells us that this is one of the three mighty warriors. You know, and, and I love the Bible because, because it doesn't say, you, you, you know, this man is just a mighty. It says it's one of them. But then if the Bible singles you out of the group of people, it tells you that, you know, there were other warriors, but, but you stood out. You know, there were, there were challenges that came. We all went through the same storm. You know, but, but there were one, one of us that made it out of the storm. You know, we could have been going through challenges in life, but there is one that is, that is actually surviving there. So it means God has called us to be different. You know, it doesn't matter what we go through in life. We need to remember that God will always say, you are one of them. You are not them. 
You are one of them. So it means you are one in a million. You are one out of champions. You are one out of warriors. You are one out of survivors. There are circumstances in life that are teaching us that we are able to be different even when nobody else wants to be different. We are able to make decisions that no one else has got the courage and the guts to make. So this man, Eliezer, he was one of the three. He was different. And you see, you might not be what people expect you to be. But you must always remember that you are always expected to become what God wants you to become. You need to refuse to accept what makes others comfortable. You need to refuse to accept what makes other people, you know, to feel that it's okay to do it because you are different. You know, Eliezer could have said and say, I just want, I'm a warrior, so I just want to be the same as them. But he wanted to be a different one. Number two, you know, you need to remember that you are a finisher. You know, most of the time, you know, when we do things we love leaving things half done we like to leave things half cooked so we never go into a mission and complete the things we started you see god is never interested in people who are not completing the task because whatever that you 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 start the bible even always reminds us to say god himself he's the author and the finisher of our faith imagine if the bible was saying god is only the author but he's never the finisher but it says he authors things he begins things and he completes them because when we get into that situation in life you know our life becomes miserable so you are god is calling you to do a certain project why before you can finish it you're already thinking of another project you know before you can finish you are now thinking about another project no you propose someone about to Maobani. And then you, you say, tell those lady that, you know, I love you and I want to marry you. Tomorrow you go and you propose another. But you have not finished what you started on the other. God is not impressed when we cannot finish things. God believes in people who finishes. Jesus finished and destroyed you know, the power of sin at the cross. Imagine if he had said, look, I don't want to go to the cross because I, I can sense the pain. Even though he prayed and he said, Father, if this cup may pass me by, not my will, but your will. But he knew that the will of the Father is to finish the things we have started. You know, in verse 9, the Bible says, this Eliezer, he was with David when, when they taunted the Philistine gathered at Pastamin. And then the Israelites retreated. You see, the Israelites, you know, to taunt is to provoke or challenge someone with re insulting remarks. So these guys, they insulted the Philistine. After they insulted the Philistine, they retreated. And I know mostly why why do you go backward if you know that you have taunted people? You have started things that you are not supposed to start. You provoked things that you are not supposed to provoke. So this Israel, the, the warriors, they did exactly the same thing. So they provoked the Philistines. When the Philistines came after them, then they decided to retreat and move back. And we know that the moment they do that, they, they are leaving Eliezer alone to be faced with these people that he taunted. You know, you don't need to be discouraged, you know, when, when, when others are not finishing what they started. You need to stand up and tell yourself that I'm going to finish what I started. You see, it is easy, Bazalwani, to commit to start, but God seeks the finishers. So it is easy, you know, to say to God, you know, thank you for this idea, God. I'm going to implement it, but you don't even start doing it. So God wants us to not only to be starters, but he wants us to be finishers. What, we, what, what is that that you have started that you have not finished today? 
What project have you started and you have not even finished it today? What dream do you, have, you ever, have you ever told people about and until today it has not taken off? What are the promises that you have made to people but you have not fulfilled today? Because God wants you this year to become a finisher. Though others may retreat, though others may stop along the way, though others may walk away, but you need to know that God is expecting you to be a finisher. Our Father honors finishers because you are the candidate. That's my last point. You are the candidate. You are the right candidate. You see, most of the time we sit around and we say, you know, God, if you can use anything in this season, you can use me. But we are never available for God to use us. So we walk around and we say, Father, you know, I know that you, you have called me for a purpose. You have called me to come and challenge and change the status quo. But you don't want to be the candidate for the move of God. If God has to move in a generation, he needs a candidate. If God has to change our societies, he needs someone who raises a hand and say, I am here, God. If you can use anything, you can use me. And you, we are available for God to use us. You know, in verse 10, the Bible says, but Eliezer stood high his ground and struck down the Philistine till his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. So his hand could not let go of the sword anymore. He fought the Philistine, one man alone. And the good thing is, when we stand on our own, it's not only on our own we stand. We are standing on God. And when we're standing upon God, people might look at you and they think you have been toiling and struggling on your own. People might look at you and say, you've tried everything else on your own. But they don't know that you might look like, you might look like you're on your own. But God is on your side. So this man had to fight until that thing froze in his hand. You see, not everyone possesses the courage that you have. When you've got the courage people don't have. When you, go, you are a go-getter, you go after things until you find them. When you don't just give up just because people are telling you that it's impossible you can't do it when well, you don't just walk away from things that you have devoted yourself from completing when well, i know you i know you that's why the devil is after you because he knows you are the right candidate he knows that you possess the ability you possess the skills you know to thrive even when circumstances are dry you know the devil is after you is after everything you own because he knows that even in a dry season you still trust god to give you plenty you are the right candidate that even when people move back, people want nothing to do with God, you still stand and you say, but I know my Redeemer lives. And you know, the fact that I know that my Redeemer lives, I know that he's able to provide for all my needs. You cannot just become like anybody. You are the right candidate. That's why when they walk away, you remain standing. That's why when they curse their circumstances and things, you still bless God for your circumstances. That's why even when the devil throws you out and you feel like uh, you know you have done all you can the only trust you have is in God people are telling you like like Joe Job's wife told him to cast God and die you still stand there and you say I know that I know that I know that God is going to come through for me why because you are the right candidate you see there is one thing that happens with candidates it is only the right candidate that get an opportunity to go into the interview because you have been selected to go into the interview 
there is one thing about the candidate, those are the very same one that go and write a psychometric test to be tested whether they are the right people for the job. You see, those candidates are the very same people who go for a physical training so that they can be seen whether they are fit for the job. I am saying to you tonight, you are the candidate for God's grace. You are the candidate for God's mercy. You are a candidate for the goodness of the Lord. You are a candidate for blessings of God. You are a candidate for the breakthrough that is coming in your life. You are a candidate for great things that God has kept for your life. You are a candidate, you know, for all the good things that God has kept even for you for this season. Your circumstances does not define your end. Your circumstances does not define what God is going to do in your life. Your today does not speak of what God is going to do for you tomorrow. Remember Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I know the plans that I have for you. You don't know the plans God has, but God knows those plans. You don't know how your future is going to look like, but God has your future in mind. You don't know your expectation. You, your life looks like, you know, there's no direction, but God who has direction, who knows you, your end from the beginning, he's got your life figured out. He's got your life planned out. I want to tell you tonight, you are the right candidate. No wonder the devil is fighting you. No wonder your life is becoming a mess. No wonder you don't even know where your children are. No wonder your job is, 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 is hanging on balance. No wonder your health is challenged. No wonder things around you seems like to be to be standing on a sinking, sinking sand. I want to tell you that you are in that circumstances, not because God doesn't love you, but because you are the right candidate. Don't give up. Not everybody will possess the courage you have. You were chosen for a reason. You were chosen in that family. You are chosen in that community. You are chosen in that organization. You have been chosen even in that church, you know, to stand and do things even when you don't feel like doing them because you are the right candidate. You cannot let God down. You cannot let those who trust you around down. No one can do what you do the way you do it. You are a blessed, you are a blessed for the God's mission because God has called you to come and complete the work that he expects you to complete. So you are the right candidate to bring about a change and to effect the move of God, even in your generation. You cannot let God now. You see, Barcelona, in verse 10b, the Bible reminds us, it says, the Lord brought about a great victory that day. The troops returned to Eliaza, but only to come and strip the dead. You see, there are people who are going to wait for you to fight. There are people who are going to wait for you to, to destroy the enemy. There are people who are going to wait for you to attain and receive your blessings. When they come, they are not only coming to help you fight, they are coming to strip the dead. The Bible says already the Philistine had died. It, it was dead cops all over. One man destroyed a nation. And when they came in, they're only stripping those that are dead. When it seems like you are the woman that is working very hard, it's because you are the right candidate. Everybody else was not called to come and work. There are people who are called just to strip the dead. But victory and honor is never granted to the spectators. You see, those who are inside the battle, those who are fighting, they are regarded as champion. Those who are contesting, they are regarded as champion. But those who are standing on the stand, those who are betting and betting on the either the right horse or the wrong horse it doesn't matter but victory is always to those who are contending inside many lives will benefit from your bravery your children 
will benefit from your bravery. Your, your, your siblings, everybody around you, they have to benefit from your slavery. Even when God has blessed you, you are driving that beautiful car. That's, that company is successful. You are making money. Don't shut them out and say, where were you when I was working so hard? Tell them that I was an Eliaza. I fought my battles. I destroyed them. You can come and strip the day. Because God is about to bring a great, a great victory through you. Yes, you fought, but God was right by your side. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your word. We thank you for encouraging the brother, the sister. We thank you for encouraging Mama Papa Kohai. We pray, oh God, that in the midst of the challenges and the chaos that they might be faced with, in the, in the midst of the circumstances that they're dealing with, remind them that they are the right candidate and that your favor is upon them. Father God, help us to be finishers. Help us to remember that we are different. And after choosing us, oh God, give us the courage to step into the place. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Thank you.